this is Paul. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to PC time. No, I wish it was PC time. What does that mean? How come I can't joke without you taking it personally? Pause. <laughs> what does what is that supposed to mean? We're arguing even before we start the. Oh my gosh. Well, even before we've started the podcast, we're arguing. Okay, what's today's topic? <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Introduce um, it. I think we're going to just talk on our thoughts. It's been a week since the president was called the president-elect. Let's be clear on who the president is. Yes. Well, it's been a week since, do, do, since do, our do, country do, 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 voted for a new president. The race was called. He's won by millions of votes. And we are happy to announce that Joe Biden and... Is our president-elect. And Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris is our VP. Um, <laughs> last week, about this time, I think it was Sunday, we, we Skyped with Richard and Kathy, our friends from the UK. And we learned, you know, we were talking about like, what the world thinks about the United States and the UK, but also we learned something which was that as soon as the UK uh, votes in a new prime minister, it's immediately. It's done. It's like the next day. The next day. Like, bye. They're out of their house and they're they're done. Yeah. Which part of me now thinks that would have been a nice... wishes that was... That wouldn't have happened with, with, with 45... No, but I'm saying part of me thinks if that was the case in America, I wonder I wonder how that would change things. I'm a little scared about the direction that this is headed in, but I have extreme hope for our new administration and for the character of this administration. Yeah. It seems to me that that the administration under 45 had this whole Kind of, well, he talks and acts like an idiot. <laughs> but, but he's still an but idiot. But he's doing something amazing behind the scenes that nobody well, can Well, I see. loved, oh wait, can I please? I loved with the Leslie Stahl interview, you know, that he walked out on. Yeah, with, when, the, with the healthcare when, plan. When Kate, yeah, you just ruined my joke. When Kaylee came in and she's like, Mr. Trump wanted you to have his health care program. And he, she like threw yes. this in. And, and it was then, like a, a dictionary. No, but Leslie Stahl was like, she went through it and she's like, um, there's no health care. Yeah. yeah, it was like an Encyclopedia Britannica or something. That made me laugh. So we are in a very, we're in the lame duck period of uh, his pre presidency. He's golfing now probably and he's... Um, making his way. Oh, oh, that's what I wanted to say about yesterday when I made that correlation between what he did yesterday and one of my favorite movies, Soap Dish. Oh, yeah. So there was a million MAGA march yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, to the thousand people that drove from Florida. Congratulations to the Caucasians that stole the uh, <laughs> African-American idea, which has never happened before so, anyway uh, for those of you who missed this news story and you might have because it because wasn't much of a news it's story. funny yeah the news networks <laughs> were like oh yeah and there's this rally that's happening. well actually some violence did occur they had the MAGA people uh all were supposed to descend upon dc but what i love and and yesterday i had a real epiphany 
Um, so they were in this place called Freedom Square or something. Freedom Plaza. Oh, Freedom Plaza. It was like Black Lives Matter. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Trump got in his motorcade and basically circled the block, which I then had this moment. I was like, oh, my God, this is just like the movie Soap Dish, if you haven't seen it. It's hysterical, especially for theater people. It's very funny. Where Sally Field's character, who is like a declining soap star, is having a breakdown and her... Um, aging. aging kind of a... Yeah, she's aging out of her roles and her manager's like, I think it's time we need to go to the mall. Meaning like, it's time for you to go to your base of fans and get some love to boost your ego. And I was like, oh my god, I wish someone would do a side-by-side of like Sally Field going to the mall and Donald Trump doing his motorcade around the block to get people to wave at him. It's crazy. He's tweeting this morning. Um, his his base is his base are there's a lot of people that are all conspiracy theorists, and so he's just fueling this base of there's things happening in secret that you don't know about, and there's all these conspiracies against me, and he's just and people are running with this. Yeah. And I told you from the beginning, this whole thing, his whole presidency has been like a WWE match. Yeah, like with the, the... <laughs> the only thing we're missing is mean, mean Gene Okerlund doing his press conferences. That's that's who should be there is Mean Gene Okerlund. Because characters run out and they slam a chair on somebody. Yeah. And, and, and people have matches and his followers are like, <coughs> yeah, our cheek is weak. You know, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like these are the people that support him. It... It's crazy. It's crazy. I refuse to think that someone with a mouth like that, um, someone who presents himself to the world like oh, this, he's someone who treats other people like this is secretly... Jesus Christ behind the scenes. I well, refuse to the, think that. The, when we when we Skype with our friends from the UK, one thing that they're always in astonishment of is like that the news, you know, that that this fake news thing that people believe that like these major news stations, they're always like and then we asked them. We said, "Do you have this problem in your country?" Remember we asked them they're like, "Do you have like a channel that is just supporting a politician. Yes. Like Fox News. Yes. And they said they did, but they said also in their country, it's funny in our country because we have left and right, right? So everybody who's everybody who's a Republican is obviously uber conservative and is well, is anti-abortion and Wait, wait, wait. That's not everybody. You're just making a No, difference. no, I'm saying this is what we think. This right, is right. What we think. I, well, I'm just clarifying for the listeners because they don't see that you're making like a sarcastic no, face. No, no, so, Okay. The, 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 the conception is blue is one way and red is the right, other. Right. And when you're liberal and someone hears you're a liberal, like obviously you're on the other team and you... you that, the, that it's you are both awful. extreme. You want, you want the country to be socialist. Right. That and it's, that that's it's extreme, extreme levels. And our friends told us they find it funny when they hear people talk about liberal and left wing because in their country to be left wing is to be super left wing right. is to be like stalin esque <laughs> like like totally lenin esque like totally fascist or or i'm sorry like like way 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 left so that they laugh when 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 people argue over being left and right wing here because their extremes are so much greater also they have the more UK. they have more 
breakdowns, you know, the Labor Party, the, I mean, they have more, anyway, they're always fascinated. Like, how is it that, you know, we, we talk for hours and hours about the differences in our country and the, the perceptions and like, um, I hope that people, I, you know what, this episode would be fascinating if people from all over the world listen to it because we, as a country, we are very divided. That is true. But um, I will say that after the election, a lot of people, and I mean a lot, took down their Biden signs, their political signs. And I'm going to say that from, from a fact because when I drive up and down the street, all the people that had Biden signs, for the most part, they're gone now. But the people with the Trump signs still have them up. Which there, it just goes to show you that they are going to hold on to this crazy belief. And they're, you know, they're not going to concede. But uh, most of the people with the Biden signs were like, it's over. Um, we're taking down our signs. And I was, yesterday, I was, I took a drive with my mom. We drove um, very safely. We didn't, we didn't get out of the car or anything like that to um, look at, like, the, the countryside and everything. And there were a ton of people with Trump signs, including Trump, big Trump flags in their cars, waving them as they drove by because of that march, I'm, I'm sure. But the divide, the divide in the country is like, as liberal as you classify us as, we're also not, not as confrontational. I just, I have a problem with people politicizing, um... <coughs> character uh -huh. and morals um beliefs that you should that you should treat your fellow man a certain way um that's not political that's not political it's it's human and i think i think up till now some people in our country apparently a large swath of people in our country uh have not upheld those kind of values you know and people politicize things it's not political to wear a mask during a pandemic yeah in order to to, to prevent the spread of a disease yesterday when we were yesterday when we were watching some of the clips <clears throat> of the the million mega thing yeah i'd say 90 percent of those people did not have no masks no masks and it, we're gonna find out yeah it's gonna spike again it's gonna well i mean it's that, spiking right now yeah well, also, our school, uh, the school district we work for went back totally online. At one point, they made the teachers go back in the building. Um, and we were infuriated. It was just, it made absolutely no sense. The kids were still at home, but they put the teachers in harm's way. Um, so in, in this post-election world, yes, there is a lot less stress and I do think that the people that have taken down their signs and are ready to move on are showing that uh, they want to eliminate some of the stress. But those those other people, man, they want to keep the stress going. They want to keep that the conflict was, going. Remember that week? That was a really rough week. I didn't sleep. That I did week, not sleep. Week of the election, man, that was a tough one. That was a tough one all the way to Saturday until they called it. It was really... We were sitting right here. That was a rough We were literally week. sitting in these exact spots when and we And people started out. texting us. 
<laughs> yeah. They called it. They called it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's weird because for those of you listening, the post post election world in the United States, there's like a tiny sigh of relief, but there's also like, you you have no idea of what he's gonna do for well, this the, is, what Trump is gonna do. I, I saw a great meme. Somebody said. This whole climate we're in right now is like if we were with a group of people and we wanted to decide what we were going to eat for dinner and half of us said, let's get pizza. Uh, and we got pizza and it was cool. But the other half of us was like, well, let's kill this person and eat them. Like we still got the pizza, but it's not cool because <laughs> the is, other half of the group. That's the most bizarre analogy I've ever heard. I didn't read it. I, I didn't. I'm not reciting it right. I'm not reciting it right, but we the we still have a problem. We still yeah, it doesn't feel it does. I will speak. I will speak generally for the population. It doesn't feel like it's a moment of real closure because um, of the nonsense that's still happening. Yes, there is a little bit of there is relief knowing that Biden will take over, but there's not real closure in the sense that who knows what 45 is going to do and who knows what annex his really radical supporters are going to do you know you don't know someone got stabbed yesterday one of those proud boy people stabbed somebody in well they said 11 people were arrested four of them i think had concealed guns okay because you're not allowed in dc you can't have a you you can't open carry you can't conceal carry because it's dc um so the long and short of it is it does feel better, obviously, and we're, we're grateful. obviously headed in the right direction, but now it becomes November third was the date we were trying to get toward. And now we're trying to now get to we're the twentieth. Now we January twentieth is the date we're trying to get to. And I said this, like I said that I didn't think that I said this to you personally. I didn't think that there was going to be, if Biden won, I didn't think there was going to be riots in the street. I said, I think if there's violence, it will happen because of Trump in January. Yeah, but I both sides, I didn't know what was going to happen because both sides, if Trump would have won, I'm absolutely positive there would have been, there would have been protests. Yeah. And, it, and I'm uh, absolutely yes, positive. Yes, there would have been. His base would have gone out. Well, especially because we live in the city, so... It's it a been democratic just like area. The Rittenhouse thing where his guys would have went out with guns. Apparently to keep the peace. Right. Like that would have definitely happened. But also there have been numerous films where Proud Boys, people have said online, well, if Trump doesn't win, there's going to be a war. Right. They've threatened that. No, what I'm saying is because Biden won, the Biden supporters are like, okay, let's get down to business. Let's do this. Yeah. If if Trump had won, the, the, the youth of America... I'm gonna I'm gonna categorize a bunch of people. Youth in America, women, uh, Black Lives Matter would have been out in the street protesting. They would have been. Yes. Peacefully, but they would have been protesting. Yes. Because it's just Yeah, it's And I I don't I don't forsake the MAGA people for doing what they did yesterday. That's they have the right to Absolutely Absolutely protest. That is yeah, that that's is not part under of democracy. Go right. out and tell us you're but upset. Let's do that us. in all caps peacefully. Yeah, but it's a they totally have the right. It's a, it's part of democracy. Democracy is not 
Except there's this. There's rigging this. an election. You know. No, no. There's this. Well, in America, like hate groups. There's there's like this fine line about like can I okay I'm a member of a hate group can I have a uh, rally outside the courthouse? You can actually if you apply for a permit and you get a permit you're totally <coughs> allowed to. I don't know that that's true. Yes, some some places. I don't know that that's true. Some some places have abolished that right over time. There have been places that have voted and said okay this group is not allowed. Yeah, to Yeah yeah that's what I'm but saying. The KKK there, there are can't. Still the Proud Boys did a huge rally in Oregon. They did a huge gathering. They did a huge. Yeah, like, I think it depends on the state, and the, I think it depends yes. on the state. Yeah, but I think some you're people, right. I think you're right. But the people can, big groups like that can still get together and, or you know, they can have rallies in the public. Okay. It's part of what democracy is guaranteeing us. But we 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 need to have. Um, part of it is, our president needs to step up and say. There's no room for this group. Um, right. They, well, yeah, like... This is a terrorist group. This is a hate group. Not that there are nice people like like Trump did. He's like, there's good people on both sides. No. Well, that was... No, there's so, not. Sometimes I think he's the dumbest human being alive, and then I realize that he's in, in, incredibly calculating with yeah, what he he's says. Calcul- well, he planned he's this whole... thinking about all, everything he says, and he's just pushing But buttons. he said that to Leslie Stahl. He said that to the... the Woman, months before he goes, if I start discrediting them now, I can use it later. He said that to her. He admitted that he was going to call it all fake news and rigged so that he could use it later. It would be like, right now, I'm going to say, I'm going to create a crazy lie, right? Just so that I can, like, bring it up later and say, see, I told you. Well, no, what what was he saying in the summer, though? He was like... Mail-in voting. It's the biggest yeah. fraud ever. It's the biggest biggest fraud ever. Mail-in, mail-in voting. You can't trust it. You can't trust it. It's a fraud. What happened? Mail-in voting mail, Mail-in is voting what? killed him. Yeah. Now, had it not... Well, that's the other thing. Oh, my God. So all these senators, all these Republican senators that won their seat back, they, they're still in the Senate, won from mail-in voting, right? So it, it was so hypocritical that, like, Mail-in voting, if it works for you, it's okay. But if it doesn't work for you, then it's illegal. Well, you know, Friday they had um, <coughs> new representative uh, um, orientation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when no. all the people were voted in. Yeah, they had to come and... They had to go to Washington yeah. and go through the, you know. And there were all these new Republican people. Yep. And if, if the voting is a fraud... Why are you there? And we're doing recounts, why have we already said that they, they've, they're in? Right. You know? Also, when did I become the person that only watches news? When did that happen to me? When did I go from watching sitcoms and yeah, vintage you were, TV shows? Yeah, you were a cartoon shows? kind of person. No, not cartoons. <laughs> sitcoms. When did I go from watching entertainment to watching news 24-7? When is it that I wake up and the first thing I do is turn on the news to see what crazy, excuse my French, I am going to swear, shit that Donald Trump has done the night before? That's what my mo is now. I wake up and I go, okay, what did what what crazy thing did he do that I need to know about? When all I want to do is turn on like the Great British Baking Show and enjoy you know, my, my coffee. He has truly just woken up something in half of this country, and part of it. I watched a great. Pro, I watched this front line on how he became president, um, and it was fascinating because. He woke up something 
in half of the country where it was like, don't hold back. Right. Say what's on your mind. Right. Don't be afraid to sound stupid. Um, if that's how you feel inside, let it rip. Um, he woke up this kind of... Lack of don't, filter. Don't he censor yourself. Filter. Don't act with elegance. <laughs> don't act with class. No, he did this total kind of WWE, just say it. Yeah, and, yeah. Which woke up half of the country, which has these feelings inside. <laughs> yeah. Um, of, you know what? He's right. You know, like, uh, Mexicans are villains no, yeah don't say and, that you know no, because someone will b- pull that out as a sound clip he he was ma- being sarcastic no no but what i'm saying is he that, that this whole way of thinking yeah he like woke it up in everybody well the people that the people that have you know a lot of hate and intolerance and in that, their heart that he said it's okay to be intolerant it's okay to have well, a it's problem this, it's this whole and this is who we are as human beings we have to think before we talk we have to think before we act. That includes you and me, though. No, totally. You have to think before you talk. And we are living under a regime right now, and half of that our they country don't think. Yeah. is this whole, no, just say it. Just say it. Don't think. Say it. Yeah. Troll. Push the button. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. We need thoughtfulness. What's the we ta- need to okay. be thoughtful for our for our fellow man, so for our brothers and what sisters. What is the takeaway of the feeling now that the now that I saw the audition? What's the feeling? He won the part, honey. No, he won the he won the role. He, what is the feeling now? I told you what my feeling of the nation was is like a small sigh of relief. What do you feel is the feeling that the nation has right now? What do you think? Do you think it's pretty much the same for Trump voters still fighting and a small sigh of relief for the Democrats? <coughs> or do you think everybody's still holding their breath? I think everybody is still holding their breath. Um, most of the country voted for Biden. He, he won the popular vote, I think. Um, let me just say this. this. is the last thing I'll say about the whole voting thing is that... Um, if 45 thinks that there was fraud, it had to be, it had to have been done on a level where millions, millions of votes. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Millions in 2020. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Somehow millions, millions of votes were fake, which makes no sense at all. And, and now they're at the point where they're trying to check for postmarks and dates and like you're talking millions of people, so millions of people somehow yeah. didn't mail it at the right time, or we somehow... all we were all on one giant email chain, like telling each other. I mean, it's ridiculous. But listen, it's it is ridiculous. But I think half the country, most of the country, voted for Biden. I think we're in a situation right now. If you look at the map, I think the big cities are all blue, and everything else is red. Okay, and I think. I think we're fortunate that we live in a metropolitan area. I think our city, our county. Wait, I was going to say that. I was going to say. I'm sorry. I thought you asked me. No, go ahead. I was talking about Allegheny County. I was Allegheny just going to say our county and our city is blue. We voted for Biden. Uh, I think if you go a half an hour away. Yeah. Like you said during your drive. Yeah. You're, it's not you're, even a half hour. 15 minutes away. It's all blue. 
But our county, I mean, it's Alleg- all red. It's all red. Allegheny County was one of the deciding factors in Pennsylvania going to Biden. It was on the national news. Like our our specific county was mentioned on the national news for days. Us in Philadelphia, Allegheny yes. County, Philadelphia. Yes. Okay. I th- I just think, I think going forward we need to heal. We need to get along. But I'm afraid. I'm afraid that Trump got this far. And he's woken up something in people, and there are gonna be, there are gonna be way more people like him <coughs> who are way smarter than him. Oh yeah. Can you imagine that? People who are much, much smarter than him. Yeah. That walk the same line. I think I think he's woken up something. I think the other fascinating thing, and then I think we should wrap up this this part of the conversation is how how incredibly engaged our students were with this election like the kids mine i don't know about yours mine were obsessed obsessed with this election i tried not to talk about oh, it no no, no wait i'm not talking that i'm not talking about that i put my influence on them but they want i do like a check-in in the morning and it's like you know what's in your mind how was your weekend or what you blah blah blah, blah. and and kids you know we're talking young kids 12 13 year old kids were like we need to get rid of him you know, I had to walk that fine line of like, thank you for sharing. You know, um, thanks for feeling safe enough to share in this space. You know, I wanted to applaud them, but I was, but that was inspirational to me to see how engaged. And I said to the, my students, I was like, when I was 12 years old, the last thing I thought about is politics. No, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even approach that because I know <laughs> I've met some of my parents um, and I know some of them are very, very pro-Trump. Well, no, no. Even if my kids were pro-Trump, I let them, I let them speak their mind. But worst case scenario in my head is, Mr. Thompson, we need to talk to you. We heard that somebody said this about Trump in um, your class while while you were there. We heard. Yeah, well, we I heard somebody. Like, I I can't take that chance. I can't take that chance. My class has to be bipartisan. <laughs> it's well, for me, be. for me, it's like. I, I, I set it like up this, like whatever this, you say, you're allowed to say Safe what, space. It's a safe space. You're allowed to say it. We respect each other's opinion. I, I happen to be lucky that all my kids were, I don't know what their parents believe, but all my students were very, very passionate about getting Trump out no, of office. I, and I've had, in the high school, it's I tread lightly on the subject. I did school, too. I did in too. school with kids because in the past years, particularly when Trump was elected, there were a couple kids in my department who were very pro, very much pro Trump, and they got into it with the other kids. Yeah. And so it became like, no, we don't. But we were. It, it became a rule like, no, we don't talk about that. We you were know, encouraged though by our administration to have to, conversations. To, we were. Do you remember that email? Yeah. No, yeah. I sat down with one of the kids. <laughs> we had one kid. He he was a decent kid. Um, his parents were very very pro Trump, and when when Trump got elected. Um, I sat down with him and I said, he was like, yeah. And he was really excited. And I said, listen, it wasn't who I voted for. I want you to know I'm still your teacher. I still. All right. So why did you feel the need to tell him it's not who you voted for? Because I wanted him to know that we could be on different sides politically, but we still can exist together. And that I wanted him to know that he had my support as a person and I knew that he was gonna he was going through it at school. 
I wanted him to know. Um, you mean the kids were g- giving him flack for voting for Trump? For, his, were, for being pro-Trump? Giving him flack. And we, we teach at a school, in case you didn't know, we teach at a school that's very liberal, very um, LGBT like well, it's it's very it's a very accepting open community because in the arts, we don't most okay, most artists and when I say artists, I mean I don't mean. I'm not narrowing it down. I'm using it as a big umbrella: music, dance, theater, uh, visual arts, writing, all of that. That's vocal, a haven for it. For it's a place where artists can feel free to be who they are, without you know being judged. That's part of that is part of the um, the lore I think for a lot of kids with the arts is that it's a safe yeah it's a safe haven for them. But- so I, I I sat down with this kid and I was like, you know what, that's not who I voted for, but we can we can coexist. And I said, listen, man, you know, I hope I hope he's right. I hope he I hope America becomes great again. So we're on the same page. Because yeah. I want America to be great again, and I let him know. Yeah. And I think our relationship was better after that. I well, think... you did it one on one, so I mean that's probably good. If you're not going to do it as a full class thing, you did it one. But I, I think all of us need to do that now. And yeah. Because, I did that here in the neighborhood. Because there's a no, you totally did, and you're going to talk about that. I think there's a collective, there's a collective, especially if you go on social media, there's a collective na 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 kind of attitude of. Yeah. Of I got it. You know, yeah, our guy is super and your guy is crap and yeah. you know, I think we need to reach out and say, you know what? I want all of us Yeah, I want let's have a great economy. Let's have um let's be heard. Let's talk <laughs> about about how black lives matter. Let's let's have it all on the table cuz we all should win. Everybody should win. Everybody. Right. That's what it's about. Well, also, the, it, it's, you know, it's going to take, and I like that Joe Biden knows it's going to take so long. It's going to take years and years and years past his administration for people to start unraveling their their systemic racism, their biases, all of that. And having Kamala Harris even entered the the uh, <laughs> the White House, is it's very emotional. It's very emotional for women, you know. Uh, we kind of had this talk. I said you kind of had a big moment when Obama was elected. Oh my god! It was it was earth shattering. It was and, astonishing. It you was know, that moment that he walked out in Grant Park. It was emotional. It, yeah, and Oprah was there. Yeah, and like it was just like, <laughs> oh my god! Well, this is... I have to say that's what what's what women are feeling <clears throat> right now, and it's not even the presidency. Yeah. So well, and a black woman. Right. Come on now. Come right. on now. Right. So I. And I, when I mentioned that to you before, you kind of gave me side eye. I was like, you had this moment, and you kind of like looked at me like, what? And I was like, you did. And now, finally, in 2020, <clears throat> oh, well, finally, men have run the show, okay? And and then you had a black man, for a two-term president, who a was amazing. Great black man. Right? Yes. And so when I said to you, now we get our moment, you gave me side eye when I said that. I don't think you got it, to be quite honest. No, no, like that for women, it was huge, huge to have a woman as a vice president. I mean, it's like, I I don't think, I don't think men in general, they don't get, they don't get how monumental it is. No, just like you wouldn't have, 
I couldn't explain to you when Obama was elected. It was incredibly emotional to me. It was, but I, you're never going to get it on the level that I got it. Right. Just like I'm not going to get Kamala on the level Exa- that you're getting Exactly. It. And this is a horrible, horrible, like, uh, metaphor. You know, I always make, I was like, don't give me a metaphor, but I'm going to give you this horrible metaphor. How emotional was I when the Wonder Woman movie came out? After years and years of male superheroes. You How were very emotional. I was so like excited for little girls to see and a you were woman very fortunate that it was a good movie. Yes. <laughs> That's no, because there's been some so bad right. ones. You're right. You're absolutely right. But it was like finally, like, let's do this. Let's shake this up and let's do this, you know? So tell tell everybody how you paid it forward. The week well, of the election, before it was called, the I mean, tension honestly, you felt. Tell them what you did, the amazing thing that you no, did. No, no, it's not. It was it amazing. Was, it was really it was actually, it was inspired by one of my students, to be quite honest. Because we have these conversations in the morning and nothing had been decided. Was it Thursday or Friday? I forget. I can't remember. Friday, I think. And one of my students, I'm not going to mention names or gender or anything, came out. And said, "I'm, I'm, a, a such and such a person. I'm a gay person. Blah 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 blah. And I'm terrified living in a world with Trump as our president. And you know, all the kids are muted because you're online. And they were, they were emotion. You could see them reacting to this. And I said, you are in a community that loves you, and you are safe here. And I was so trying to keep it together on the call. Um." Luckily, this child, this child's family is supportive of them, and they're they're in a environment in their home life that's supportive. But coming out to um, your peers is enormous. It's huge. Um, and scary, and you know, but they came out because they were terrified that Trump was going to continue to be president. So after the call, I was very emotional. Um, I let my guard down. After I hung up the call, I was just... You mean like the virtual class? Yeah, after I hung up the the virtual class, I was just wrecked. And I thought, you know, I always tell my kids that one person can change the world. That you can create a ripple. And I felt helpless. I felt like, no, I don't want Trump to win. And no, I'm worried about that. And this student of mine is worried about it. So I thought, I'm going to write the neighborhood a letter. And just say, you know, I know nothing's decided. I know we're all, you know, dealing with, like, unprecedented uh, anxiety. I don't even remember what I wrote. (coughs) But that no matter what, you can always knock on our door if you need anything. You know, no matter what, you, you can, we're your neighbors and we'll always be there for you. And, um, then I... That was sort of the gist of it. Then I went to Kinko's and I copied it and put a little sticker on it and I stuck it on everybody's door. Even and then the crazy I, guy, even up the, the crazy guy. And I then I thought, well, there's only one way to end a letter like this in Pittsburgh. Like there's only one way to end it. <laughs> and I was writing and I was like, well, well, this is a no brainer. So the end of the letter was, go Steelers. <laughs> And I just stuck it. I had a little sticker and I stuck it on everyone's door. And a lot of people were really, they they got it. You know, they, um, we heard from people we have 
never heard from since we've lived here. Um, and I just felt like it was truly inspired from my student because I felt like, what can I do to help heal no matter what happens? Because I did not know, and you know me, you were confident that Biden was going to win, and you know that I was not confident. Yeah. You know that I was treading the line of like some serious depression that he was not going to win. Yeah. Um, and I just did it because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be the United States of America. It's, it's being thoughtful. Thoughtful. Something most of us need to think about, honestly, and learn. Being thoughtful. Think about what you say before it comes out. Think about what you do before it comes out. Act on behalf of those around you. Yeah, you and know, it's hard. It's hard because this... if you if you argue with somebody, and you have a visceral like reaction to a person, if they're spewing hate and something, it. I, I'm gonna say this. This is my point of view. You know, it's okay. It's okay to have that moment of like, I can't with that person. It's okay. Walk away. I cannot engage. I've had that with people. I can't engage with you. But in the long run, you have to go, we're going to have to engage. Well, but can I tell you something I found? And this has happened on social media, so take it with a grain of salt. But I found that because I've engaged with people who are totally on the opposite side of the, yeah. the quote, political spectrum as me. That's where it happens, you know? I think a lot of people, in my experience, can appreciate. I've used the phrase, let's just agree to disagree. Yeah, I say that all the time. And that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, that works. But what I'm that, saying is... That means, let's just agree that you have your your thoughts on it, yeah. your opinion, and I have mine. But and that's what I mean. Like... Let's just coexist. Let's agree. And I'm shocked when that works. Yeah. But it works. Let's just agree to disagree. Cool. I don't have to sit here and tell but you. What I'm saying is when people spew hate at you, it's okay to walk away and gain your well, cool, gain your composure because that's when violence ensues. Nobody's walked up to me in a long time and just called me the N-word, if that's what you mean. That's that's I mean, to me that's spewing hate. Yeah, yeah. Well, whether they do it on social media you or know, face to face. And and sometimes Sometimes I have to have the strength to walk away from that. Yes, my, that's... Oh, you know, no, no way. I'm not even going to engage. That's this is what I'm not saying. even worth... This is someone who's trying to rope me into something. Yes, that's what I'm saying, that it's okay to walk away, both on social media or face-to-face. -face. When someone is spewing hate, you have to, like... And that's hard. That yeah. is hard. Yeah. But ultimately, we are going to all have to live together. Yes, and we're going to have to be adults and start thinking before we, we speak. speak i agree we have to think before we speak i swear to you that frontline thing that i saw it was totally about how the his whole road to the white house was just say what's on your mind and political people going oh my god he just committed political suicide his whole road to the white house was yeah. well that's stupid and you're stupid you know just saying what comes yeah. out of his mouth just just uh i'm sorry just first thing that you know yeah. No filter, just saying it. And half the country went, you know what? He just says it. He doesn't think about it. I'm supporting this guy. So listen, listen, because I think we, we've talked a lot about this. I think what we, 
I like to put a positive spin at the end, right? Okay, I want to put a positive spin. Oh, I need spin, that. Which is, what are you going to do as, and you meaning the listener, what are you going to do to try to unite us, to build a bridge? You can personally, you can be mad, you can be frustrated. I believe that. I am. But, but you can, you can create a positive ripple. Make a connection. You, you, your neighbor has a Trump sign and they will not take it down. You know what? Bake them a cake. Yeah. And take it over you know, and just try. Because you know what? Nothing is going to change systemic racism and hatred. Because, oh my God. Oh, I'm emotional. You know that great quote, Dr. King, only love can... Yeah, hate only, only makes it worse. Only love can defeat hate. Only yeah, light... Only- can, can conquer def- darkness. darkness. That is what I want to end on. Only light can... Def- no, it's true, though. We've been, like, spewing... You're right. I just wanted to say something. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say that I started doing something this summer that I think everybody listening can do. It's easy. Um, we're all... or Not all of us, but most of us, I would guess, are friends with people that do not see eye to eye with us on social media. We've seen it. We've seen people chime in. I'm friends with many people going back many years that ideologically seem to have very different ideas than me. When this summer I started thinking, when I start feeling angry about those feelings, I reach out to one of those people. I just send them a message. Hey man, how you doing? I was thinking about you. How's your family? It's been a while since I've seen you, or I hope we get to play together again, or right. uh, I, I really hope you're well. Um, you know, yeah. just want you to know I was thinking about you. And it's not dishonest, because I was thinking about them. And I'm trying to put out love in the place of anger or frustration. So I've purposely reached out to people on social media that I know think differently than me, just to let them know I'm thinking about them, just to let them know hey, there's a connection. Um, one guy did it that I'm friends with that who's out of state. It was when the George Floyd thing happened. Yeah. Um, I reached out to somebody that I knew was on the opposite side of the street. We need to, even in that way, make connections. You get an email message from someone. Oh my gosh, this was he's thinking of me? Yeah. I, I really tried to start doing that this summer. Yeah. For, for every one, you know, for every three or four friends that I have and I get along with, and we, we share ideals. I try to reach out to that one or one or two people who I know thinks yeah. opposite from me. And hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, I think that I everybody, hope you're well. everybody can do that. Everybody can make, do that. Make connections. Make yeah. connections. I think that's, that's what we should end on. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. Stay safe.